0: Hello, it is time for another episode of The Edge, a Skillsoft podcast designed for learners and leaders alike. In every episode, we strive to bring you insight on the topic of learning and growth in the workplace through the lens of those who are responsible for overseeing it within their organizations. And specifically, today we're gonna talk about keeping employees safe with a focus on workers who've returned to their organization's physical locations during the pandemic. But first, imagine yourself working on a massive manufacturing plant floor where you're a part of a team, including managers, supervisors, technicians, engineers, and production workers. You know, chances are safety first has, has always been a motto for your team. I mean, I think that's a given when you're working with large, powerful, and, and fast-moving machinery. But that motto takes on an entirely new meaning When a global pandemic emerges, you know there's a good chance you're gonna need to come back to work. After all, assembling and testing complex products isn't something you can do remotely from a laptop. But as you plan for working on location, you're wondering, how can I keep myself, my coworkers, and in turn, our loved ones back at home safe from COVID-19? The key is education, knowing the practices and policies for keeping yourself and coworkers healthy, from understanding the virus and how it's transmitted to knowing what preventative measures to take for protection. And that's where today's podcast guest comes into the story. Allison Cowan is the director of global learning and executive coach at Brunswick Corporation, a $4 billion marine technology company dedicated to defining creating, and continuously innovating the future of the recreational marine market. With 14,000 employees across operations in 24 countries, Brunswick calls itself home to the people behind life's passions. I love that. And that mantra became all the more relevant as the COVID-19 pandemic began to take root and affect how we live, how we work, and how we enjoy life. Brunswick was in a distinct and valuable position to help its customers pursue their passions through exceptional, innovative-driven boating experiences. But someone needed to build the boats, the engines, various technologies, parts, and accessories. And for many employees at Brunswick, that meant coming back to the workplace. So what could the company do to ensure the health and safety of its employees around the world? Well, rather than have me tell it, I'm going to let Allison share because I don't think there's anybody who can do this better. Allison, welcome. Thank you for joining us on The Edge. Thanks, Michelle. I'm delighted to be here. And thanks very much for having me. Look, I, I don't think that my overview gave anyone a sense for what Brunswick really does. And you're in an absolutely fascinating industry, one that brings the joy of the water to life for consumers who engage with your world-renowned brands. So, Could you spend just a moment and share with our listeners a little more about yourself, your job, and then of course, Brunswick?
1: Brunswick is the world's leading recreational marine manufacturer with 16 leading boat brands, Mercury Marine, the largest global P&A business, and Freedom Boat Club, in addition to many incredible businesses whose mission it is to create innovation and inspiration on the water. In my role, I lead and develop the learning and development strategy to help employees develop their careers and support successful growth at Brunswick.
0: I love that. And so, you know, I think a great place to start is last March, when it all began. I mean, that was really early on in the pandemic, at least here in the United States. And so many businesses were grappling with how to ensure their employees could return to work safely. And at Brunswick, it involved the development of a new type of learning resource. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure,
1: the health and safety of our employees is always our top priority. And as you said, we have 14,000 employees around the world at facilities in various countries. And we had to ensure that anyone who was in the office or away from the office felt safe. Mm. In our manufacturing facilities, we implemented very robust PPE programs, Mm -hmm. enhanced social distancing, provided masks and sanitizers for all employees and have encouraged any employee who can work from home to remain doing so. In many cases, the communities in which we live and work have adopted some of our safety policies and guidelines. We also launched COVID-19 awareness training to our global population through Skillsoft, combining it with a pledge for employees to sign, Ensuring that they had all of the knowledge and information necessary to return to work safely.
0: Thank you. That's you know, I, I find it so amazing. Look, first, we're honored to partner with you on on such a vital part of workplace learning for Brunswick team members around the world. But there's another part of this story that I find so incredible. Brunswick and many of its global brands are also doing their part to help people on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. So I think it'd be great if you could tell our listeners some of the wonderful things your company has been doing as the pandemic continues to unfold. Sure.
1: Well, we have an ACES strategy. ACES stands for autonomy, connectivity, electrification, and shared access. The E is where this comes in. Our advanced systems group is home of some of the leading brands in the marine industry, including Master Vault, who creates batteries and battery power for the marine industry, mm-hmm. RVs, trucks, and basically anything on the road. Mm-hmm. There are TV stations in the UK, like the BBC, who use our Master Vault batteries to power their live trucks on location. They are used to power uh, mobile hospitals, mobile ships, etc. Batteries can replace a loud and expensive generator on most on-road vehicles. So we are working on the on-water part of it as well and launched our Fathom system during the CES show last year, which has also been very popular in the marketplace.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's I think that's tremendous. And it's great to see what Brunswick has done during the pandemic. And we know the effect um, goes beyond just you know, goes beyond the supporting the community, supporting society. But but really, when we look at consumers, its effect on how people live and engage with one another has had a tangible impact on consumer demand for the recreational marine products that Brunswick specializes in. So perhaps you can take us through the, the impact that COVID-19 has had on your business.
1: When March hit, we were all dealing with plant closures and uncertainty. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but as we moved into April... Concerts
1: were cancelled, no sports, no camps, no school, no vacations. (laughs) People were turning to the water in record numbers. It's one of the most socially distant activities you can partake in, spending time with your family on the water, creating memories. We saw an enormous increase in participation last summer in particular, and a big increase in women and minorities on the water. While our industry is up, Brunswick is over-indexing in both cases. Many of our leading brands are sold out through 2022 because of record retail and wholesale demand. We are seeing people who have never been on a boat before buying their first boat. We are seeing some who have timed out of the industry getting back into the industry. We have a robust parts and accessories business and because people are on the water more than ever, they too are feeling the increase.
0: You know, and I don't think that this is something that is going to change when the pandemic, um, when when we emerge from this. I really Mm -hmm. do feel like this concept of being outdoors and spending more time together, socially distant, on the water, um, outside, I hope this continues. But, you know, it it also comes back to um, shifting the way that we operate our businesses, and in fact, how we train and and, um, uh, teach our employees. And, you know, I know a significant part of your role at Brunswick is leading the company's leadership development program. And I think it would be great to talk a little bit about how and why you created the program, what it entails, and, you know, what aspects have made it so valuable for Brunswick's leaders over the years. And then and we'll shift to the pandemic piece in a moment, but I think just the program itself would be great if you could give us some insight into.
1: Mm -hmm. We have and have created a contemporary, engaging learning experience for our senior leaders. Um, It focuses on the issues they face. It anticipates that they've got a lot of experience Mm -hmm. and it reinforces what they already know. Builds on their insights into themselves and their self awareness and immediately gives them skills that they can take back to the workplace straight away, growing them as leaders and also inspiring their teams to perform at the highest levels possible. So it's something that uh, we created a couple of years ago and we're running at 98% attendance and 98% satisfaction so we've been really pleased with how it's gone the response has been uh, very very positive
0: that's fantastic and you know i i i also know and and you know you and i've talked a little bit about this you've made the decision especially as the pandemic began to take root to reimagine this program, given its in-person format, and you've been working on creating a virtual version to roll out to Brunswick's Leaders in the near future. Uh, Tell us a little bit about it and and your vision for how it will work, because I am sure that there are other companies that are thinking through this exact same thing. Mm
1: -hmm, Sure. Well, I've always believed, Michelle, that you've got to create the pull with any uh, learning experience. And... You know when something like a pandemic happens, we did reimagine it because there was the obvious point of we can no longer do in-person learning. Um, the timing for any reimagination had to really be aligned with our leaders' needs. In mm. you know, the early days of the pandemic, there were things that they just needed to get done. but yet it it's evolved over time. And so, um as we've taken the program um virtually, we've had to shorten the sessions. You know, you can be in a room and do have a, a really engaging experience all day and the energy is different when you're sitting in front of a computer. So mm-hmm. whilst we the engagement was high for that, you, you can't automatically cut and paste that online. So we've shortened the sessions, um, lots of engagement with them, lots of re-establishing what they wanted to keep, getting their permission uh, to, to to keep doing this. Had a couple of test sessions just to see how things would go, mm-hmm. but making sure that the engagement piece was high. This is not a taught program. It's not a shut up and listen. It never has been. Right. And and making sure that some of the critical success factors of sharing inf- sharing experiences and information, high engagement, uh, making it worth their while, and giving them takeaways uh, that some of which were shared with them, some of which they came up with themselves. That they could take away and use on the job the very next day, so that's been super important. As I think that's important as you as you consider any kind of learning experience, either before or even during, or, and indeed after the pandemic.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, look, I, I think I think we're all eager to know what are the things that we can employ right now. What can we take away and immediately will have an impact? So I, I think that's I think that's wonderful. But you know, when we when we talk a little bit about learning and growth in your role in particular, there's that other element of executive coaching that is, that's a major piece of what you do at Brunswick. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, what would be really interesting to understand is um, what kinds of feedback you've received from your executives about the types of learning they need in the pandemic era. Because I would imagine that it has changed significantly in the year that we've been grappling with this.
1: Well, yes, Michelle. And you know, the the move to virtual leadership 100% of the time was new for everybody. And so that was an unexpected and real shift that everyone had to make overnight. And it's that's not unique to, to Brunswick, of course. So what we've been doing through the coaching sessions is just demystifying that. Because I think anything that's new can seem strange. Um, and so helping our leaders think about how do I keep in contact with uh, with my teams? How do I maintain authenticity? You know, avoiding just having transactional conversations, focusing on engagement, belonging, uh, maintaining the connection and ensuring that leaders are able to continue to motivate and inspire their people, even if they're having to do it in a different way.
0: So Alison, you know, our company's histories, um, they they go way back together. And um, you were among the first customers to migrate to Skillsoft Percipia, which is our intelligent learning platform. And, you know, it is designed to deliver a very engaging experience for learners. But when you think about that experience, both now and in the future, what are the critical must-haves for Brunswick?
1: Well, a number of things, Michelle. The first is always going to be contemporary content. Mm -hmm. Lots of these areas of uh, leadership uh, are are evolving really quickly. We've talked about one today, virtual leadership. Mm -hmm. And there are other uh, contemporary content around diversity and inclusion. These are things that our, our employees want to know right now. We also wanted something and we found this in Priscipio that's easy to navigate. You don't want to spend time searching for stuff that's difficult to find. Right. It looks great. It's a really clean product. We've had that feedback from our employees. And the fact that there's an app is a real plus because uh, you know people are having to shift to exercising outside or exercising, you know, in their homes in ways that they, 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 they didn't imagine when they could when they used to go to the gym every day, so just enabling through the app, for example, being able to add content to a playlist and then listen to it offline through when you're when you're in a gym or not. Most of us are not in the car very often, but that's been real, real plus for us.
0: That's fantastic, um, and and you know I think that that uh, we have seen that adoption, that growth in in mobile in particular. Um, accelerate as a result of the pandemic. But you know, let's let's sort of think even further ahead because as we as we imagine the learning and growth needs of our employees going forward, how how do you think we Skillsoft and, and the platform in particular can help you address those needs? And I think that again, it's in this era where work is is really been reimagined and reshaped by the pandemic.
1: Well, one of the things that we really appreciated and our collaboration with Skillsoft was that um, there was COVID-19 training in the moment when we needed it. That was one of the things we appreciated the most. And that really underlines how having a partner like Skillsoft that is really reading the market, understanding the themes that are emerging. I think as we, as we start to come through this, there are um, ongoing, it's going to be an ongoing need to think about how do we move forward do we Mm -hmm. navigating the hybrid workplace potentially on a full-time basis that's going to be near important and I think uh, particularly our leaders are gonna want even more content on how do they lead in different ways. Um, we've done it 100% virtually recently. How do we make sure that you can re-engage with people? And how do we start to think about helping people through the anxiety that they have felt and continue to feel through the pandemic? You know, the, the unknown, the adaptability. You know, and how do we take some of the things that we've realized we can do we've realized how we were able to adapt overnight things that we we not just brunswick but i think lots of organizations uh, moving to working flexibly could have taken 10 years if we tried to do it outside of a pandemic so keeping and realizing just how um, agile we can be and how can we reflect on that and take it forward as a new skill for the future so all content around these topics is going to be really important for us in the future.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly, especially now because I think people are starting to evaluate what is the model? Is it virtual first? Is it hybrid? What mm-hmm. does that look like? And so there's an opportunity for us to really, and I also think collaborate with you and other customers to say what is needed and what can we build together? So yes. I love that. <laughs> um, okay. You know, we are unfortunately running out of time and, the, you know, I hate this because I could talk with you forever. Um, <laughs> and, and uh, have just really enjoyed this, but at least we get to move on to my very favorite question. It's one that I ask all of our guests. Um, you know, again, this, is, this has been all about the pandemic and I recognize that, but it has allowed us to look at the world, think differently about how we do things. I know that we have new hobbies, we have new perspectives. Um, hopefully we are... Um, kinder, gentler, giving more grace. Um, but So I've asked uh, my all of my guests this question. It's actually a three-parter. So it's a start, stop, continue. What have you started doing since the onset of the pandemic? What have you stopped doing and you're so grateful you don't have to do it anymore? And then as we create this new normal, what's something you're going to take with you that, you know, continue to do that you might not have done before? So again, start, stop, Continue. So, what did I start to do? And it was kind of through necessity.
1: Uh, I started exercising outside, Ooh. and you uh, know, in the early days of the pandemic, Michelle, the I live in an apartment block, and the fitness centre was closed mm-hmm. appropriately when we all went into lockdown. And uh, the thought of not being fit and healthy, and also you know the the mental need to get out of the front door was huge. And so uh, my husband and I grabbed a fleece, scrubbed our sneakers or trainers, as I would call them, and headed outside. And it really gave me a sense of just appreciating the way the seasons evolve. I'm very lucky I live very close to Lake Michigan. Mm. Um, and it brings me on to what am I gonna continue doing? I'm, I am not gonna stop doing that, <laughs> no matter how we move forward in the future. Um, I'm really appreciating a daily walk. Um, I'm apart from when it's absolute monsoon or a blizzard, I've been going outside and just, you know, adapting to, there's more than one way to keep fit and healthy, um, than, than just going into the gym. Mm -hmm. I've really appreciated that. And I'm going to, I'm going to continue doing it. It's all all about wellness, you know, the, the risk with the pandemic. And I think a lot of people felt this was that we could, we could be at our computers because work and life became work and home life became far more blurred than they'd ever been before. So the risk is we can be in front of our computers for 12 hours a day, and we know that's not healthy. So I think just having that ability to just grabbing a fleece and a pair of sneakers or trainers, and a, and a, obviously a face mask now as well, and getting outdoors, how refreshing it was both physically and mentally. What I'm gonna stop doing, and uh, I have not missed the commute. Mm-hmm. I'm hopefully not gonna be in the car as much, And, you know, I think stop um, not making enough time for, I think the things that matter in life. You know, my family's on the other side of the Atlantic in the United Kingdom. And it's it's made, I haven't seen them for over a year now for all the reasons we know. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just given me an added appreciation of actually, although we might curse living in front of a computer screen, without it, I wouldn't have seen them at all. So I think, you know, That's going to be something that I think we've all appreciated, the good and the bad of of living through a computer screen. But I prefer to think about, um, you know, there'll be things that we can start doing again, hopefully traveling when the vaccine gets a little bit more rolled out. But I certainly am going to continue my appreciation of the outdoors and uh, hopefully ditch the air-conditioned gym, as I did all of last year, and keep, keep keeping mentally and physically healthy using the good good outdoors.
0: I think that's some great guidance for us all. And as somebody who has been exercising almost exclusively indoors, I'm gonna take a page out of your book. I'm gonna go give it a shot. Perhaps not when it's as cold as it is today, but but and end with as much snow on the ground. But I I think that's really good guidance because I do believe that we are spending a lot of time inside. I think we're spending a lot of time with these screens and it is good to remember that you know, just lace up and get out there and, and mm-hmm. get some exercise. Yes. It's wonderful.
1: Well, it's also great, you know, just to just to throw in, if I if I may. Of there's, course, it's also as we said earlier on, um, getting out on a boat is just such <gasps> a wonderful way to be safe with your family and friends. Um, getting out and about, getting the fresh air, and you know, it's something that 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 I think is just a wonderful thing to do. And we're really pleased that Brunswick's enabled so many of our customers and new boaters to do that.
0: I think that's also a great recommendation for everyone out there. If you have not yet partaken in boating, this is a great opportunity to give it a go. And Allison, with that, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be with us on the edge. To our listeners, thank you for tuning into this really incredible episode as we, as Allison and I have unleashed our edge together. And on behalf of the entire Skillsoft team, keep learning, keep growing. And in light of the conversation today, take a moment to remember the hardworking people on the manufacturing floors who are coming in each and every day to build the things that allow the world to engage in its passions like boating. And remember to keep yourself informed and current on your own organization's safety protocols. I'm Michelle Baby. This is The Edge. Be well.